We're back with another A to Z episode with another special edition A to Strange episode. Kevin, yes, welcome sir. back yes, to the dungeon. Thank you. I'm always, uh, always a pleasure to come down here and do this with you. It's funny because we have so many informal, you know, hangouts and discussions and and all that. And then uh, the the time, the the days I come over and uh, we're going to record the podcast, it's just straight to business. Yeah. It's in the door, into the basement, <laughs> headphones on, right. right to the microphone, straight yeah. to business. We can't waste that content, like no, you were saying. Right? Yeah, yeah, we start immediately as soon as we start talk, having a conversation. It's shit we can talk about on the show. So, How you been, buddy? Doing well, doing well. Been uh, conditioning myself to try to rejoin the, the big... Uh, convention circuit with you here soon yeah that's you got a, you got a bunch of shows coming up right that's really kind of the big thing right now uh it's been on my focus for the last probably month six weeks has been um just preparing an absolute onslaught of brand new uh merchandise for, oh we got some new new huh oh it's just a ton of new stuff for really the, uh, for the convention scene because one of the dangers you run into of doing the same circuit year after year mm-hmm. is people, your you know, your fans, people that bought stuff from you the previous year, they haven't seen you in a year, sometimes eight months, sometimes six months, whatever. Sure. And they'll they'll come up and they'll remember you. Oh, hey, hey, what's going on, guy? And uh, and you'll start to try to sell them on something. They'll go, oh, I bought stuff from you last. I don't even know what I bought. <laughs> you guys have have a good day. And they don't buy anything new from you because they don't even remember what they bought from you last time. Hmm. So you end up, if you if you do two years in a row, that second year ends up softer financially than the previous year if you don't come correct with so much impulse buy, brand new shit, that those people, it doesn't matter what they have from you because they know they don't have the new shit. Yeah. And so that's what I've been trying to do. I, uh, okay. We had, we had a... We had a uh, Strangeville barbecue not that long ago. We did. You were you were privy to this. You mm-hmm. were part of the inner circle, and um, I invited the um, inspiration for my new um, epic graphic novel, Space Worms, uh, to uh, call them characters because obviously you hung out with them for a few hours. They are absolute characters. <laughs> they uh, are my, uh, as advertised. Yes, my buddies <laughs> Preston and Ethan. Ethan they are yeah. they are just um, so amped and animated and full of life and fun and funny and uh i can I, definitely see how you can draw inspiration from yeah it, for I, sure i spent a little time with them i said i gotta put you guys because they were big strangeville fans bought everything loved everything super into the lore super into strangeville smokeweed the card game like real into it that's their favorite part of the strangeville universe which i've come to start calling the strangeville stonerverse because it just makes sense to okay kind of lean into the stoner stuff you know i've i've spent years leaning into the horror element of it and that's mm. fine it's always going to be there absolutely but leaning a little um harder into the stoner aspect of it because that's kind of a um i feel like the stoner sort of subculture is one of the few unmolested subcultures kind of left where it's you know we I, I try to find spaces that are free. People are free to be themselves. People are um, free to um, express themselves without judgment. And uh, there's so there's so few spaces that don't turn into the us versus them mentality. It's 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 let's find an enemy and attack them, mm-hmm. and let's play victim to. Yeah. And to if you some if you haven't been part of us, now we don't want you. Like, gate, yeah. Super gatekeeping. Gate, I can think of yeah, the term. Yeah, yeah. Su- super hard. Every every little niche subculture is super hardcore 
gate kept these days and mm-hmm. uh, super everyone's super critical and mean and just it's it's the 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 world's a very divided uh place and i and i know that strangeville exists to provide levity to that division and um animosity anger and misplaced anger and hatred that sort of this frustrated culture and country that's sort of directionless and doesn't know doesn't know what how to identify um itself there's no um sort of culture-wide identity for this we're also fractured and splintered into such tiny little pieces that there's no real there's no national identity there's no larger cultural main mainstream cultural identity anymore and all these little um subcultures and communities just fight each other and gatekeep real hard and um shame each other and um witch hunt each other and just and i and i keep strangeville as and it's silly to say this but it's true i try to keep strangeville as a safe space for literally anyone to come to there's no judgment here there's no um i'm not gonna i don't there's literally no gatekeeping if you've been a fan for one day or you've been a fan for 25 years you know i i have i meet people on the convention circuit that have they come to shows with some of my earliest most obscure work and that's awesome i love those guys but i also make brand new fans that have never heard of me yesterday Mm. and are super into me today and i treat them both with love and respect and acceptance and understanding that's the Mm -hmm. energy that strangeville exists to put off and i kind of feel like the stoner subculture and like the hippie (laughs) subculture (laughs) is kind of like the last vestige for that kind of behavior and that kind of attitude is like you know send us your tired you're hungry you're poor you know you're you're huddled masses and uh so i'm i've taken to calling um not calling it the strangeville universe anymore but calling it the strangeville stonerverse and uh and there is no gatekeeping you don't have to do drugs to be a part of it it's just fun and fun and and, uh, happy little weird place for people to come and sort of get away from all the politics and get away from all the social um uh, animosity and like i said misplaced anger and hatred and so it's a place to come to laugh and have fun and enjoy the goofiness of it so we had this barbecue and i invited ethan and and, and preston and a few of the other inner circle close people uh closest to me mm-hmm. same and as like you just said some people that you've known for decades and some people that you are literally friends with literally so. weeks there yeah. was a a girl there that i had only known for weeks and said you know what i like your energy i like what you bring to the table why don't you come to my Come to my little soiree that I'm having. Have have some burgers and brats with me. And um, while we were there, Ethan and Preston got to look at the pencil pages for Space Worms, the comic that they inspired that they they play the main characters in. And everybody kind of got to sit around and watch their reaction. And we we, um, uh, filmed it, taped it, videoed it, whatever the term is these days, video. Mm -hmm. We took video Mm -hmm. of it. And uh, that'll come out later on uh, when when we go to release the... The graphic novel there'll be like a promo video that'll include footage of those those guys getting to look at the um the uh, pencil pages of their own comic book for the very first time yeah, like they didn't know yeah. anything about it they literally only knew they were in a comic book and then i handed them this big tome 100, <laughs> 168 pages or something yeah uh, big big old sucker Thick, and yeah. uh, a big 11 by 17 pages if you're trying to visualize what that looks like it's like a you know i don't even know it's big big as big uh, as wide as a record album and twice as tall yeah um so big big old pages i like to i like the pencil really big and then i refine down after that when i do my uh, details but um that whole experience that whole night 
inspired me to really dig back in because like i said they're huge fans of uh the card game and they were begging me at the at the barbecue to um to release another set of um expansion sets oh, and expansion. i told them I, I have two of them written and mm-hmm. you and i actually sat down and uh andrew and i sat down and um went over the rules and the wording and everything when was that nine months ago eight months ago seven months ago yeah it was quite it was a while. late last year yeah november december and the problem is is i i'm, I'm sold out of the you know we completely sold out of the, the first printing game. of the base game so i don't want to just release um uh, ex- expansions i need to re-release you know do a second printing of the base game mm. because what's the point of taking expansions out on the road to a game that you can't buy right and they're very expensive they're very expensive to reprint the game so and i just haven't had that amount of funds available to me so this stuff has just been kind of stagnating and i mm. never i never uh, wanted that to happen i wanted there to be constant expansion updates but I do lack the funding. <laughs> so, but that uh, that experience at the barbecue, the Strangeville barbecue, um, inspired me to really because um, I had I had the rules and the wording all written for the two new expansions, mm-hmm. and I had um, everything sketched out in pencils for the actual card art. Okay. But I didn't have the card art inked or colored, and I didn't have the cards formatted. So I sat down literally the day. I mean, I've been the night of the barbecue or the day after. And I got into my thumbnails and I opened up my master folder and I started looking at all the uh, the cards and the rules and everything. And I got real, real inspired and I cranked through uh, the two expansions within like, I don't even think it took me three or four days. Holy cow. And because uh, it's just they're real, you know, that card art is not um, super detailed. Right. It's just a goofy picture of somebody doing something goofy. and something silly. And it only takes me it takes me maybe five minutes to knock out one of those card art um images and then i just had to format them slap them together on the actual cards and call it a day and as i was doing it and as i was finishing up the cards i looked at all of this goofy weird art and i and i went back and i opened up the original um base game art which has 108 of its own uh cards each each unique one except for the the weed but yeah and uh i'm looking at all this and i'm like this is this is the merchandise that we're missing out on the road like this is there's so much to mine there's so much art to mine from these cards and uh and i got so if i was already inspired by the barbecue and i was inspired to crank out the expansions in a couple of days i have spent the i I haven't touched ironically they came over and celebrated space worms Uh i haven't touched space worms since the barbecue i have been just feverishly creating dozens of new pieces of merchandise so what we have um brand new t-shirts uh full color t-shirts i was able to oh. find a, a printer that was reasonably priced All so right. we're now going to have full we now have uh, so we're going on the road with four designs initially but the turnaround on t-shirts is only about a week so as we as we make money on the road i'm gonna um, unleash even more designs and by the end of the tour, we'll probably have up to upwards of ten new T-shirt and hoodie designs um, for, uh, and it's and, and it's it's all Strangeville related, mm. um, but it's like um, 
there's the zombie weed card that's a zombie that's holding a weird joint with a bunch of bug legs coming out of it yeah, and he's yeah. got a bug coming out of his eye and he's wearing a beanie and he's blowing smoke um you know the zombie weed is a is a, a t-shirt and uh there's the the devil dope card from oh, one of the expansions it's nice, a, yeah. it's a red nug of weed that's got uh, devil, devil horns and evil eyes the 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 um the devil dope is now going to be a t-shirt and things like that where i was like these are going to attract people that don't even know or care what strangeville is yeah. they're just cool concepts by themselves they're going to want to wear these t-shirts these th- this apparel is going to attract weird horror stoner a weird horror stoner audience oh, yeah. just as the apparel itself yeah it'll catch your eye as you're walking it's by the catch, booth. yeah it's going to catch your eye and you're going to say what the fuck is that i made a weed witch uh, oh, sarsaparilla? Shirt. It's, but it's not sarsaparilla. I just oh. grabbed one of the random uh, weed cards. It's got a girl that's like smoking a bowl. Oh, and yeah. it says Bud Slut on a um, <laughs> on a bandana she's wearing on her on her head. I think it said Butt Slut, but I changed it to Bud Slut for the to make it more weed weed themed for the t shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, but just think little things like that. I cranked her out when I drew her. It probably took me three minutes to draw her up, and now she's on a weed witch uh, shirt, and we're gonna sell. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of these shirts on the road, okay. I promise you. And uh, so this art, not only um, that I was I able to make it into T-shirts, but I can also break it down into um, stickers, and I can break it down into hat pins, and I can break it down into um, uh, patches to make new brand new hats with, and uh, and on and on and on and on and on. So um, one of the things that I did was I created a line of. Um, die cut and what die cut means is it's just cut around the actual um uh, shape of the character itself it's not a circle it's not a square okay, okay. it's not a rectangle die cut means it's cut as the shape of the whatever the picture is sure so i, I created a nice line of uh, high quality vinyl um, die cut stickers of all this stuff so you can have a weed witch sticker you can have i made a uh, a strange head sticker that's got the guy um hitting the toilet paper oh nice and uh, and it says it says strange head on it and it's got a bunch of weed weed plants around him and um the devil dope got his own um die cut sticker um smoky the smokeweed that's the the character the the mascot of um of the smokeweed the uh, strangeville smokeweed the card oh, game. okay he's the guy smoking the, the the literally weed man smoking a joint on the cover of strangeville smokeweed the card game he's got his own hat pin and sticker now so We've just got this mountain of brand new. I mean, I've sunk so much money into this tour to bring out brand new stuff that nobody's um, ever seen before. And like I said, I think it's going to attract people that don't even know uh, what Strangeville is or know any of the lore of any of the movies or comics or books or anything. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> and I think that's going to open up a, a whole new, uh, much bigger, wider um, audience for us. So very excited about that. This whole thing is going to end up being about this tour. Another thing that I did. Um, again, so inspired by all this stuff that I'm doing, just so hyped about it. So, um, I I feel so good about where we're at as a, as a brand and as a company, Mm -hmm. I ended up buying a van so that we can fit more people and more merchandise and, um, buy bigger tables. No kidding. And have, yeah, yeah. So now I I brought a, I bought a van that's got very, you've already got it. I bought it. I already have it. It's got relatively low miles on it, so we'll be able to drive this thing back and forth across the country over and over and over again for years to come. Oh, man. And um, that's what we're going to take to Chicago. So no Hell no yeah. more little tiny um, um, uh, Chevy Malibu um, <laughs> with everything stuffed in the backseat of yeah, the truck. Yeah, like barely fit Katie in barely the back. Barely fit Katie in the back next to a bunch of boxes. Um, 
it's all going to fit very comfortably in the um, in the strange van now. Wow! So that's a big deal, and that's allowing us to open up our. Um, we've kept a pretty tight circuit. We stay within between six and at best eight hours away. Mm-hmm. And yeah, since he was what close to eight six. Was it? Yeah, Cincinnati six. Oh, actually, we lose, stopped. You for, lose an hour and it's yeah. seven, and so and we stopped to eat. So. Stop the eat. Call it seven and a half with the time change, but then mm-hmm. call it, you know, five and a half coming back the other way. So you you lose an hour, but you gain that hour back on the way back. But yeah, it's yeah. A, it's quite a quite a trip. But we also did Detroit last year, oh, and that's wow. our first show. We're actually going. We're going to be in Detroit the weekend before you and I go to Chicago. Oh, really? I'm okay. going to be in Detroit. Detroit's eight hours. And you lose an hour, so call it nine on the way oh, wow. up. It's a it's a bear, and we just did that. We just did, um, I believe it was May. Yeah, I don't think it was April. I think it was May. We just we went up and did a show called Astronomicon in um, Detroit, and then we're going to go our very next show. It's which is in a week and a half from the time of this recording. I don't know when you're going to release the episode, but from the time of this recording, uh, it's about a week and a half away. We're going to go to a show called. Um, Motor City Nightmares in Detroit, and uh, but the van is going to allow us to go literally wherever we want. And there's an un, an untapped market for Strangeville in the um, on the east east coast. There's a lot of stuff in um, Eastern Pennsylvania. A lot of shows in Eastern Pennsylvania hmm. that I've never done before. It's just it's it's a ten hour drive, eleven hour drive, and it's just not something I've been willing. To do before with a small vehicle and, a, and, and, the, and the crew, and there's shows in New Jersey. That's about a 14-hour drive. Mm. Um, but there's untapped shows in New Jersey, literally on the East Coast. Although the Eastern Pennsylvania stuff's pretty much on the coast too. But um, then there's a, a, t- a totally untapped market in Orlando, Florida. There's three horror conventions that have popped up, and one of them is twice annually. So there's actually four Orlando, Florida shows that wow. can be done every year and that's a good 20 21 hour drive right um and then there's a bunch of shows in texas that we've never done before um that's another 14 hour uh drive and there's shows in uh, minneapolis minnesota there's even shows in um, seattle washington that would be an absolute bear to try to yeah. uh, try to travel to but there but there are shows up there and uh, i am my plan is to try to hit literally the whole country worth of shows and now, since we're doing the Strangeville Stonerverse, mm-hmm. I'm opening this up. We're not only going to do horror conventions, we're now going to do uh, weed festivals, cannabis cups, and oh yeah, all over the place. So right, so in October, there's uh, there's this place called Echo Lake, New York, which is like in the boonies of upstate New York. There's a giant lake, a hippie lake, where they have all kinds of hippie uh, music festivals, and one of these festivals is called um, Harvest Something. Harvest something and um, New York Harvest Festival, maybe some, maybe that generic, but they're having a cannabis cup where you uh, you bring your own strain of weed and put it, enter it into the competition, and everybody smokes it and then votes on what's the you know best strain there. <laughs> There's a it's a four day music festival, cannabis cup, and uh, food trucks and vendors. So um, you know we're, we're gonna we're looking into I don't know if we're gonna do it this year. Or we're gonna do that specific show, mm-hmm. but we're looking at doing this. Um, harvest fest in uh in october so not that far away it would actually be included on this fall tour that we're getting ready to start and this tour goes like i said in a week and a half we hit detroit the very next weekend we hit chicago we have one week off 
and then we hit uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, then Champaign, Illinois, then I think we have two weeks off, and then we do East Moline, and oh. then uh, a couple weeks off, and we have one tentatively scheduled for Orlando, Florida, that, that biannual one that I was talking about called Spooky Empire. Uh, we don't have, we haven't secured and locked that one in yet, and we haven't secured and locked in the uh, Harvest Fest, and then there's another one in Pennsylvania, so there's, I mean, we're getting to the point where, honest to God, in the next six months, I should be quitting my job, and it, and Strangeville roadshows should be my full-time job Wow! If, if everything goes the way i want it to i mean yeah. i could get out there and shit the bed and the van could break down and no and people could <laughs> turn their nose up at all this merch that i think uh, is fantastic i'm editing all this out my I'm, not, precious, I'm not putting my, that out in the universe my, i mean my i think the strangeville stonerverse is precious it's great i think it's the coolest thing ever oh, yeah. i'm its biggest fan so i'll never give up on it i'll never um uh, treat it like it's not fantastic but i don't know what to expect out of other people but if things go the way I want them to, and if the energy continues to grow the way it has been growing and the way mm-hmm. it, it feels to me like it's going to grow, then I'll be able to do this full time and be on the road 20, uh, 30 weekends a year. So about every other weekend, yeah, all year long, uh, an endless, uh, an endless tour. I, 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 I mean, I have a lot of things I want to do. I don't like to put, I, I end up doing, I end up rambling all my ideas out publicly and then people try to like hold me to them for some reason. Like, like I now owe them to do this thing that I rambled about and mentioned in passing one time on one. Mm-hmm. Remember when on Andrew's podcast on A to Z, yeah. uh, uh, you know, in 2000 Dickety Do, you said you were going to put all your merchandise into weed shops. What yeah. happened to that? What about the cartoon you, you talked yeah, about? Yeah, what that about one the time? cartoon? Yeah, and I still plan. I mean, the thing is, is this is all building to the cartoon. All these characters oh, yeah. from the card game that we're putting on all this merchandise: Smokey the Smoke Weed, uh, Dopey the Dope Weed. All those characters, the the uh, Weed Witch, the Weed Witch. All these different characters are all going to be characters on the show, and so, you know, as people, um, I've I've been trying to find a way. Strangeville has always been this thing where you have to invest in the stories and the lore before you can appreciate any of the merchandise i'm trying to invert that to where you can appreciate the merchandise and say well what the hell is all this even about yeah how does this tie together and then dig into the lore that way and so by the time the um the cartoon hits i want people to already be invested in these characters and they'll be i want them to be anticipating when is my favorite character's episode going to be when do I get to see Dopey the fucking Devil Dope episode? When is Dopey coming? You know, I want there to be, you know, hashtag where's Dopey, you know, every episode, like demanding, like he better be in this season. That's my favorite dude. He better, he better show up. Yeah. And so it's all building to the cartoon. You know, it's, that's the, 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 the peak of the mountain, but I have to do a lot more work first. I mean, they're not just going to give it to me. Yeah. Hollywood doesn't just hand you things for free. You have to uh, really, really prove that you have a, a dedicated fan base for it. And that's what we're, we're sort of going out on the road and we're building that. And, uh, what I was going to say was we also, I also want to put all this merchandise in head shops and weed shops, the country countrywide. And I think that, I think a lot of these shops will respond again. They don't have to know the lore behind these things. They just need to see a shirt with a devil, a nug of weed on it and say, that's cool. I want to carry that. Yeah. Oh, you've got that in stickers and hat pins and hats and patches and buttons and whatever. I even made a Rubik. I made a Rubik's cube. I made no a strange little Rubik's cube. Yeah, I've been really getting into Rubik's cubes lately. My my buddy bought one and was playing with it, and he was trying to teach me 
how to solve it. And I ended yeah. up getting online and uh, looking at a bunch of tutorials on YouTube. And I ended up becoming a 90-second solver. I can solve a Rubik's Cube in 90 seconds now. Are you serious? And, yeah. And, uh, and I bought a bunch of different shaped Rubik's Cubes. I'm a Rubik's freak now. And, of course, me being me, since I enjoy something, I always have to incorporate it into my business into my world and my my stonerverse so yeah. i ended up finding a place online that i could cust- do custom um rubik's cubes so now there's there are literally there are strangeville weed cubes they're done they're at my house they're going on tour with us we have strangeville rubik's cubes wow <laughs> with pictures of you know there's a picture of of uh of uh, smoky the smoke weed there's a picture of the guy hitting the toilet paper there's a picture of nixon and Hogan. um and you scramble them all sure, up. Sure, you had to put yourself on it. I had to, well, of course, of course. <laughs> what, what would what would Strangeville be without Kevin Strange? Um, yeah, so it's things are getting, things are moving at such a great pace that people are actually starting to get weird now. People that, that I've been friends with for years, uh, people online, um, people that I consider close friends, have all started to get just a little bit weirder with me than they have been before it's like everybody loves kevin when he's downtrodden when he's beaten up when he's a when he's a, a tired dog everybody wants to be my friend but when the momentum starts to gain and when things start to go my way and when i start to to really get where i want to be people start getting real passive aggressive and weird with me That's... and start coming at me with a little more angry energy trying to start fights and pick fights with me that they never did before almost like they resent somebody being able to say i have a plan i have a dream i'm going to work as hard as i can spend every moment that i can to build it and then actually build it because it's a reflection of their own failures that they don't grab the brass horn or whatever and go for their dreams or they've they've given up on it or they've made excuses and they've told themselves lies in their heads that prevent them from going after what they love and so they want to be my friend when i'm a loser because they're losers and they want to be you know they want us they want everybody to just be miserable right along with them but the Mm -hmm. minute and my thing is is i love everybody i hang out with people that are super successful and i hang out with people that have absolutely no success and never will Mm -hmm. it does not matter to me if i like you as a person if i like your personality if we have fun together if you're funny two or three things in common two or three things in common is all it takes and we're buddies forever i'm a very i'm a very easy person to get along with but somehow i make a fuck ton of enemies and the thing is is that i think the reason that i make all these enemies is because they resent what i've been able to build for myself they don't they they see that they see that if he can do it, then I should be able to do it. But I'm too scared to take the risk. That I'm not. I have no oh, yeah. no fear to fail at this at all. Because what else am I going to do? What else am I going to do with my time? Play play with Rubik's cubes. Apparently, <laughs> now I can play with Rubik's cubes and do all this at the same time. Because well, don't I'm, do it while you're dressed. I'm a complete freak. No, I do. I do. Not, although people can solve one-handed and blindfolded. One-handed. Yeah, people can solve one-handed and blindfolded and can juggle and solve Rubik's cubes while juggling. Hmm. Um, people are freaks. Do you look at it before you get blindfolded? Like you have yes. to have some kind of reference. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can memorize okay. the placement of uh, key um, pairs of colors. Uh, pairs of you know uh, an edge in a corner where's this edge relative to this corner and then you know you have to memorize between three and eight pairs 
and then you can put a blindfold on and there are sequences to solve um, between those three and those eight um, pairs and where they are relative to each other on the cube and people can do it in 10 seconds. Wow. Blindfolded and solve the cube in 10 seconds. That won't ever be me. That won't ever be there. Those are smarty pants. Oh, okay. Any normal person can solve a Rubik's Cube if you just need to know a few algorithms to, to, uh, a few little key things to turn and you'll, you'll get there. But, uh, the smarty pants is they have to show off. Okay. They have to be better than that. I actually, (laughs) actually watched the, the, uh, the, the North American Rubik's Cube speed cubing championship on YouTube last weekend. (laughs) So much of a dork. You were living your high life, buddy. So much of a dork I am, and the the world record average for um, the three by three normal Rubik's the three by three is the standard mm-hmm. Rubik's cube. The world record average is four seconds. It takes four seconds to solve it. Wow! And that's from any random configuration. They actually they get a they get a cube put in front of them that's covered. Okay. And. The cover gets pulled off. They have 15 seconds to examine it. Then they have to start the timer, and it takes four seconds on average to solve it for the best solvers in the world. Holy shit. Isn't that ridiculous? Yeah. Those are smarty pants. Yeah. I'll never be there. I can solve it in 90 seconds, but I can't solve it I don't it think in I can even seconds. twist it twice in four seconds. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, you got to get what's called a speed cube. Oh. And I, had, and I bought a speed cube did for you? myself. I okay. did. So I have it. Do you a have normal, a Strangeville speed cube? I do not have a Strangeville. The Strangeville cubes are not, sadly, they are not speed cubes. Oh, okay. Can you do those in 90 seconds? The Strangeville cubes I cannot do in 90 seconds. Oh. They, are, they are actually harder than the average Rubik's cube. They are what are called, um, well, they're picture cubes. Obviously, they have pictures mm-hmm. that um, sort of go between all the, the blocks. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> when you do that, when the orientation of each individual piece has to be can only be in one direction. Oh yeah, it's called a mega cube. Okay. That's not a normal Rubik's cube. A normal Rubik's cube can be turned to the side or it can be up and down. Mm-hmm. So there are half as many moves to solve a Rubik's cube as it takes to solve a picture cube because the picture cube has to be oriented in one particular way. So when you're doing your your first couple of um, steps. In solving a Rubik's Cube, you have to make sure all your pictures are oriented correctly in your centers, of all six of your centers, and that can be an absolute bitch. It took me about two hours to solve the first one, and I'm asking people kindly, don't mess up my freaking strange cubes at the shows, because then I have to sit and, and rearrange, try to them. rearrange them <laughs> and reset them, and that's going to take me forever. Although I guess I'll get good at, I'll get real good at that eventually. <laughs> if everybody keeps fucking with my cubes yeah so do they come pre-jumbled or does it come it comes solved they come solved yeah okay that's good so i don't have, I, I did not you have don't, to, you don't have to... <laughs> solve each individual one they come solved so. is that a, a checkbox you can click please send them to me solved <laughs> no but i'm glad they didn't come jumbled i'm glad i didn't open the box and go shit i had a solve <laughs> fucking 50 of these things ocd kevin just <laughs> yeah a whole night 14 straight hours <laughs> Solving Rubik's. I mean, I guess I could do that on the drive to the convention, as long as I'm not driving. So, Rubik's Cubes, hat pins, t-shirts. Oh, and posters, too. I forgot to say, I, but there's going to be a, all these different designs are now coming in these big, beautiful 11 by 17 posters. Nice. So, we've always had the posters that come out with the, with comic, the comics. And Kickstarters, yeah. But now, your favorite Strangeville cards, your Strangeville art on the uh, Strangeville Smoke Weed 
card game, a lot of those are now getting their own. They're not obviously not not the card itself, although that's cool. And I'll probably do that at some point. Make a yeah. couple of giant the, the um, mega game. Yeah, giant. Not the whole game, but a couple of giant uh, posters that that are mock you know mock up of the of yeah. the actual uh, Strangeville. I mean, never card. say never. You know, <laughs> make a giant version of the game. Yeah, um, but a lot of that card art is being re re um, purposed as a big beautiful eleven by seventeen posters at the shows too so i mean it's just endless amounts so in addition nice. to the um the movies the the yeah. eight movies that we have for sale on dvd um all 18 of my novels and uh we're actually all right so here's more new stuff we've had the um the mini black i think i actually came over here and did a podcast no 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 i came over we were working on the board game that we haven't finished yet yeah but i came over one night in uh, not this past christmas but i think it was the december before that I came over to work on the... I can't believe it's been that long. It's been a year and a half since we started talking about that board game and we never finished it. But I came over and I told you I was totally exhausted because I challenged myself to try to write, illustrate, and complete and release a Christmas comic in the month of December, which was absolutely stupid. Yeah. And I was so exhausted. I came over, I was like, nothing... I, my brain does not even work right now. And honestly, I don't remember any of the rules that we wrote. We wrote down for that boy. It was really cool. I remember it being oh, really, yeah. really yeah. cool. We were both really excited about it. But I forgot everything because I was so, I mean, I was on fumes. But that comic book that I made that last Christmas, not this this past Christmas, but the Christmas before, was called uh, Rocco and Sarsaparilla's Sigma's Time Story. And mm-hmm. I released it as a mini black and white comic right. that I gave away for free. Um, as a promotional thing at conventions and mm-hmm. I, I sort of in the bag when they buy something yeah I, and i sort of have a, a bunch of those now so i'm uh, and this is what i'll do with everything i'm transitioning the mini black and whites out of sarsaparilla and rocco um uh and the neon guts which is the okay. um uh, mary beth and gertrude from Cockhammer. they got their own little side story little mini mini uh story of their own mm-hmm. those with the, two with the beeping tom yeah with the beep the beeping tom and uh, uh web sex toxic waste storyline yeah those black and whites are being phased out and i've actually colorized them and made them full-sized uh comic books and they're actually oversized issues they're like 30 36 one of them's 32 and the other's 36 pages long so the average comic book one one issue is twenty two pages. Yeah. So one of them's thirty six, so it's almost twice as long, and the other is uh, thirty two, and those are now full sized, um, full, full color. color comics. So those are, so there's now five Strangeville comics for sale at the table. There's the, um, the uh, Dead Shit uh, Talisman of Transmutation graphic novel, mm-hmm. Cockhammer Lives the graphic novel, yeah. um, uh, Nixon Hogan's Horror Week Halloween graphic novel, and now these two one shots. And I'm eventually going to split all those graphic novels down into their individual issues. Oh, okay. Uh, just because they have cool covers. Yeah. And uh, and I think that for collectors, being able to collect individual issues that have a, a separate cover from the graphic novel mm-hmm. is just a thing that some people like to do. So yeah. potentially right now there's a dozen comic books like that, that have already been. Oh, plus the other black and whites that like yeah, Bathroom yeah. Bastards and Nixon and Hogan Hate Comics that haven't been... Um, colorized and blown up those will eventually be colorized blown up into their own single issues also and i've also completed work on a new mini black and white comic to promote a um an event that is almost a year in the making the biggest thing of my career that's ever happened that i still can't announce it's still the secret the secret announcement that i still can't make because we we will have you back when you can yeah 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 
But as soon as that announcement is made, there's a comic book to coincide with that to help promote that announcement. That's done, ready to print, and, okay. and then that and then that can be blown up into its own full color. So it'll be a mini black and white that we give away at shows, but it sure, can also yeah. be blown up into full size comics. And then I'm also working on space worms in addition yeah. to all of this. So there's so not only do we have mountains and mountains of merchandise, expansions for the card game. But the comic books continue to come out. Mm-hmm. And then there's that cartoon series on the horizon that yeah. just is always a one and another board game. One step away. And that board game, I can't wait to do that Dude. board game. Yeah. I mean, I honestly, if I, if when when we start making a fuckload of money, that's one of the first things we're gonna do. One of the first things we're gonna do is complete that uh, tile based uh, board game. And so we'll have the card game and the board game. Uh, because the game the game division of uh, the Strangeville Stonerverse is a big priority for me it really is like and, and those are those won't be the only games that we have those are the first two games but mm-hmm. there will be there will be expansions to the board game that will delve deeper into the lore and give new adventures to our our hapless heroes our hapless stoner heroes and and endless expansions to the card game the card game now has four expansions to it with you know and strangeville smoke or um, i'm sorry space worms doesn't have an expansion yet mm-hmm. um sarsaparilla and Rocco's Sickmas Time Story doesn't have an expansion yet. Neon Guts doesn't have an expansion yet. Bathroom Bastards doesn't have an expansion yet. There's characters in all those um, stories that can have their own cards. Yeah. So there's a lot, a lot left to mine in this universe. Like there, just because I'm starting to focus on the the merchandise and apparel side of it doesn't mean anything. It's everything grows. It grows yeah. and grows and grows. And I've 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 started taking to calling it the Strangeville Stoneverse, as I said. Mm-hmm. But when describing what it is, what does that mean? What is the Strangeville Stoneverse? I've taken to describing it as, let me see if I can get this right. The Strangeville Stoneverse is a horror-themed stoner apparel brand and multimedia entertainment company. It's the best way to describe it. The multimedia being movies. Do I have to memorize that novels. for everybody that walks by the table? <laughs> no, because that's a mouthful. That's a mouthful. But that's what it is. Yeah, Essentially, yeah. that's what the the company, the, the 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 larger company is a. It's an apparel and multimedia entertainment um, brand. Brand. And uh, and there's a lot of different moving parts to it, and I and I love them all. Like I said, the. The, the, the games division is very near and dear to my heart. As you know, I'm very passionate about oh, these. Yeah. Uh, the card game and, and uh, this upcoming um, tile-based board game. But I'm also I'm also uh, an apparel collector. I love to collect cool hats and shoes and things like that. And um, I used to be big into band t-shirts and stuff when I was young. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I collected a fuck ton of band t-shirts when I was in high school and stuff. And uh, that apparel, apparel division is really near and dear to my heart. Like having a fuck ton of things we people can wear, the hats and the shirts and the hat pins and yeah. the uh, the buttons and all that is a it's a big deal. It's yeah. all a big oh, yeah. deal to me. It's definitely awesome. Like I wouldn't have thought of it, but as soon as you said it, I was like, yeah, that that makes a lot of sense because that even that cock hammer T-shirt that we had out on the road in Cincinnati, like it did drew some people over and just seeing that and they're like, oh, what the hell is that? You just know? one little shirt. Yeah, they had to come over and see what the hell we were talking about. Yeah, so. I mean, yeah, it's that's what's been up. Nice <laughs> prepping for this. Like I said, about the last six weeks has been hardcore, uh, 
making up making all these shirts and all these different designs and yeah. everything. You got a lot of the orders in already. And everything's stuff. yeah, everything's in. Everything isn't everything isn't in yet. Okay, I'm still waiting on a couple of t-shirts to be um, mailed to me. But okay, yeah, the, the, the tour the tour at large is going to get everything. Uh, maybe not the first stop. Well, most most of the stuff is already in. So the, the Detroit's going to get a lot of flavor, <laughs> even if they don't get the yeah. full the full flavor. Okay. And and we st- we have to do. I mean, to get the logistics of getting all that stuff on our tables, um, we're actually going to change up the way we do we the way we display things. Like, okay. Because of the van that allows us now to buy uh, grid wall and p- displaying the grid wall behind us, we're going to actually have the T-shirts on display behind us. So instead of it being okay. a banner, it's actually going to be uh, part of the um, merchandise. Part of the merchandise. So it's like when you go to a concert mm-hmm. and the um, the bands like bigger bands. Smaller bands just have the shirts on the table. The bigger bands have like um, acrylic boxes mm-hmm. where the, the um, shirts are always in squares, like Hot Topic had on their wall. I guess they still do if there are any left in the world. But uh, that'll be behind us, and, and we're going to start buying multiple tables um, at conventions and having big a huge display. So it's, you know, because it's only going to get bigger. There's only going to be more and more. And yeah. One of the things about Strangeville um, that I kind of – modeled after like um charles band's full moon entertainment or trauma's um uh toxic avenger movies and all that is they those guys own their own own their own their catalogs they own all their all their films so they've never had to stop promoting even the earliest of their of their their movies so like charles band still sells blade replicas from the puppet master movies that came out in like 1985 yeah and he still still makes money off blade and blade ne- you know they never get old they never grow old and new generations you know grow up and discover these these characters and they, and they've never been shelved by some giant conglomerate that got bought by a conglomerate that got bought by a conglomerate and shelved all these ips yeah. you know the ip gets lost forever um I have the same passion for my stuff, so something as old as Dream Reaper still lives on in the card game. The Dream Reaper character is one of the most powerful uh, characters in the entire card game, mm-hmm. and he'll and he'll appear. He'll start to appear. And there's a reference to uh, there's a reference to the Dream Reaper band in um, Space Worms. Oh, really? Not nice. the character, not, but, yeah. but the but the band themselves, and so that leaves the door open for future and further. You know appearances of even my earliest, you know, uh, feature film characters from 2006. So this thing just keeps growing, and there's there's always going to be new characters, but we're also never going to let the old characters die. The this this thing goes forever as long as I'm alive. I mean, you did let them die. Like, they they were literally killed, killed but yeah. you know, in Strangeville, no one stays dead. So <laughs> they they always find a way to come back. Take it from Cockhammer. He's, he's he doesn't stay down easy. Um. Yeah, I mean that's you know, that's everything I had to talk about. I don't know if there was anything uh, you had, any questions or comments or you're go you're you you haven't been on the road with us since that uh, show we did in uh, Cincinnati. Yeah, uh, Labor Day weekend last year. Uh, so it's been over over a year. Or, uh, uh, Labor Day comes be, up in September. September, yeah. so it'll be it'll be right on a year, a little less than a year. Yeah, eleven months when I go again. When you go again, so I don't know if we're good for good for one, Andrew appearance a year i'd like you to be there for more i enjoy yeah. your company but uh you know that's up to you to- yeah. entirely up to you people are allowed to come and go in the strangeville stonerverse as they wish i don't ever compel anyone to to join me because it is a it is a lot of work and the pay is very crappy 
uh, if, if anything at all, you, you make enough to buy some snacks at the fucking gas station on the way home, <laughs> you know, it's, and maybe one thing from the show, yeah. you ain't, you ain't making bank with out there on the road with me. It's a, it's a, it's a for the love kind of a job. Yeah. And I mean, uh, so, the, the, the free lodging is pretty nice. So. Well, yeah, for free for you. I mean, for me, motherfucker. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying it's a nice perk. It is. Not, well, if I think you're trying to say like the pay is shit, yeah, like I, I think the actual physical pay is not, you know, great, but the, all the other perks in it also. I mean, I think that being able to go and experience a convention like the ones that we go to mm -hmm. and being taken there with, you know, transportation yeah. provided. Getting to um, hang out with you for three whole days. <laughs> getting to hang out with anybody you want that's at those shows. You can you can become buddy-buddy with fucking Robert England, Freddy Krueger, original Freddy Krueger himself, if you're lucky. A lot of those guys hang out at the bars after the shows. Yeah. We were able to, um, at the last show... Um, uh, we did up in East Moline. Uh, we just happened to be staying in the same hotel and happened to be at the bar with one of the um, uh, main characters in the middle seasons of The Walking Dead, um, an actor who uh, actually was also a main a main uh, character for several seasons on um, The Wire. Uh, if you oh, ever wow. watched that show, mm -hmm. I forget what the actor's name is. I'm so bad with it. Cut this. Uh, no, it no. was uh, Cuddy is, was his name. Oh, okay. And he's the guy that, have you seen The Wire front to back all the way through? Mm, not all Cuddy's the way through. Cuddy's the guy yeah. that uh, he, he bought the, um, he, he got out of jail and he was working for the drug dealers, but he didn't want to do that anymore, so he opened a gym. Oh, he was okay. trying to yeah, train yeah. the mm -hmm. the uh, the younger kids and try to keep them out of the, out of the drug game. And on Walking Dead, he was Tyrese. Okay. Was he Tyrese? And so we ended up just... I didn't the, watch much Walking Dead, but based on the comic, I, he, he would fit that character. <laughs> yeah, I didn't either. I don't remember okay. exactly which character he played, but we ended up at the bar with him, and he, he came over and was talking to us, and he took a great interest in what I do. And he mentored me for about an hour and a half, just trying to warn me how to navigate Hollywood, what Hollywood was going to try to take from me and exploit, and how they were going to try to exploit me and what I, what I needed to stand up for when we get there and when we're ready to do the, wow. the cartoon. You know, and he said, and he was looking at, looking at everything. He was like, you're going to get there. He's like, you're going to get there, but when you get there, make sure they don't steal this from you. And uh, so that's about all I want. I, I don't want to throw all his... <laughs> all his personal stuff <laughs> yeah. out into the world but i don't think i've i don't think i've um uh, gossiped too badly by saying i hung out with that guy and he gave me some advice yeah. really and you know he's he loves his jobs and he's not uh it wasn't like bitter or anything he wasn't you know yeah. telling me he was just trying to warn me about the realities of the industry which i thought was he didn't have to do that oh yeah and we hung That's out a hell of a good experience for you yeah. yeah like i said for about an hour and a half just schooling me on the industry and uh, those are the kind of experiences that you and my friends were there with me and got to hang out with him and got to experience that with me and that's just not the kind of thing normie the normie world has to offer yeah. so you never know who you're going to run into you never know who you're going to become friends with yeah. and uh and there's that like you said it's you you end up in a you end up staying a few nights in a five-star hotel you end up staying in cities you may have never you may never visit otherwise yeah. and uh and just having these experiences with me and like i said people are free to come and go I, I would love for my friends to be out there with me every single weekend, but there's only a few people that really want to, you know, Katie's one of the, uh, Katie Dearest from the early, um, well, early and late, um, act movies. She was in the, not the first one, but she was in the last one, Nixon and Oak and Beat Satan. Um, she's one of the only people that really wants to be out there with me almost, you know, every single show, just die hard, uh, till the wheels fall off to her kind of a, kind of a person. But there's, there's a few other people too that want to, um, really stay out there and uh and uh 
live the life, just live the live the tour life, live the road life. Yeah. And uh, and I love it. I mean, I can do, I can adapt and do. I can I can live in a tiny one bedroom apartment and draw comic books all day, or I can be on the road for you know. Uh, every half other week, yeah, year, half yeah. the weeks of the year, it's it's all the same to me because it's all Strangeville. Whatever I get to do is is you know in this world is is uh, in this uh, Stonerverse is fantastic. And uh, you know these things are gonna get this is gonna get weirder and crazier as we go, because I want to start doing, um, you know how at uh, comic book shops they'll do Magic the Gathering tournaments or oh, Yu-Gi-Oh yeah, yeah. or Friday Night Magic and everything. Yeah, I want to start these weed shops doing strangeville smoke weed tournaments and that's a benefit to them because then they get an audience that comes in there and every friday night is buying buying stuff from the from the head shop yeah. and playing our you know all you need is a couple of six foot tables yeah and you can throw a few games you know throw mm-hmm. a few games down you have three tables you can have six games going and uh have uh what is that six times uh 20 what is it 24 people you'd have in your mm-hmm. 18 24 people playing cards every Friday night, and that's a lot of business every Friday night if they're buying stuff from you. I mean, and it's adult-themed games, but you have to be 18 to go into that head shop in the first place. So there's no worries that some underage kid is going to end up in there playing walking by and seeing something they should hear or something. It's built, the games are built for an adult audience in an adult setting. And so as we continue these tours, I'm going to start hitting these, these head shops and, um, trying to sell them on it yeah. trying to sell them on the carrying the apparel carrying the card game do, setting up tournaments and, and doing a, a night uh, a one night a week or bi-monthly um, game night and, uh, and we're going to do that all over the country and there are head shops everywhere <laughs> every city has half a dozen of them really um, there's there's even where it's not legal yet um, yeah well the head shops can sell you the paraphernalia call it fucking uh, tobacco paraphernalia okay and then they can sell you all kinds of, you know they have weed weed stuff all over the shirts and posters and all that stuff that's all legal like you can't it's just because weed is illegal in a state doesn't mean they can't sell you t-shirts with weed on it they just can't sell you weed yeah so uh i mean even the head shops themselves don't i mean in like in illinois here uh marijuana is legal it's legal legal yeah, you don't have recreational to have it, use, yeah, recreational use but the head shops don't sell it oh really you buy it from dispensaries the head shops are just selling you the paraphernalia. Oh, okay. Paraphernalia and the and the cultural stuff, the shirts and the posters and the the different pipes and bongs and rolling papers and all the paraphernalia. So, um, so those are the that's that's the perfect setting for Strange Little Smoke Weed the card game. And I'm gonna like like um, what is the, I was trying to think of his name. What is the character's name from Death of a Salesman? Uh, Loman, Willie Loman. Willie Loman? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to be the Willie Loman of Strangeville and drive across the country trying to sell head shops on Strangeville Smokeweed. Uh, well, the Strangeville Stonerivers in general. Yeah. And um, it's going to get crazy because the shows are going to, st- I'm going to start going out on Wednesdays, hitting up the shops on Thursdays, doing the show Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, swinging back through on Monday to talk to the shops one more time, and then getting home on Tuesday and some weeks. Heading right Just back out on pulling Wednesday. inventory and restocking yeah. and going back and headed back to the next city and I mean that's my that's going to be my life and try to do that for nine nine months out of the year take the winter you know the you know the December November December January the holiday months off mm-hmm. recharge the batteries draw comics and, not many uh, conventions in that head back out space anyway like you'd have to search right, exactly. to find them yeah exactly those are the months that they really kind of slow down so. Um, Again, I, I, I say all this stuff 
people try to hold me to it. You know, four years later, I heard you say something about a cartoon, and there's no cartoon. Yeah. These are my thoughts. These are my wants. You know, oh, I'm just yeah. putting this out into the universe. This is what I want the Strangeville Stoneverse yeah. to. And the potential is there, like you said. So you, why not go for it? And, you know, it's just a matter of you know, getting it done. I'm one guy, yeah. and this is all managed by me. Katie helps, yeah, but it's all managed by me. And one guy can only do so much. So it's, you know, these things it's move slow. Honestly, kind of amazing what you have accomplished already <laughs> right. just being one guy, dude. Seriously. But when I say I want to do a board game and it takes three years to get the board game done, it's because all this other stuff has to be managed. Mm-hmm. But I do, you know, when I find, th- you know me, when I find the time, oh, yeah. I find the time. Yeah. When I came over I'm going to get a text out of the blue one day and it's just going to be like, motherfucker, get over here. We're, we're going through we're the rules again. Yeah. And then we're going to, it's going to be a 10 hour and 10, we're going to have to get lunch. Yeah. We're going to have to drink beers. Yeah. We're, we're going to draw a little pictures on paper and test it out and <laughs> test it out and you know me you know yeah, how it goes once absolutely. i'm once i'm locked into something and i'm committed to it it doesn't stop until it's done mm-hmm. and uh, and that game is a absolute must because then you you know you add that to the to the shops the shops can yeah. have the tournaments, for, the that tournaments too. for the for the board game and stuff like that and you know that's just, again I, I think that's just printing money in their pocket because it doesn't cost them any extra to have those people come in and buy buy uh, and I'll and I'll restock them with new expansions every time expansions come out. Those shops will get them. Those kids will come in. Well, I say kids. You got to be eighteen. To right. Yeah, yeah. The eighteen to thirty five year old. We're in our forties now. Yeah. Those are kids to us. <laughs> yeah. The eighteen to forty five year old quote unquote kids that are going to go in the um, the head shops and buy the new expansions and then add those to their Friday night you know smoke weed tournaments. Yeah. Into their fancy box that's going to fit the entire card game that you're yes, going to put out too. It's that's coming. another thing we got to. It's coming. Okay, I'm just, I'm just keeping it out there. It's it's all part. You know when I well like I said when I when I release the next two expansions, I'm also going to re- release the second printing of the um, base game, and I'm releasing a box that you can fit uh, up to I don't know how many expansions. All four of the ones and the base game will fit in it, but I'm going to try to make it tall enough that another. Two or three or four expansions will fit in it too. Before we have to, yeah. you have to buy a second one, carry around two, two boxes. <laughs> I love it. That's about it, man. All right. I appreciate the update. Yeah. Very excited now. Like I was excited beforehand too, but <laughs> even more so now to check some of this out. Hell yeah. We'll uh, see you in about a week or so and uh, head to Chicago. Absolutely, it's gonna be fantastic. Then we'll All do right. another one of these. Talk about. Uh, how well you did out there. Yeah. Hopefully even better. <laughs> no complaints. Like I said, I'd have, I'd have you out all the time if you came out. Yeah. Yeah, vacation days kind of got tanked this year with the uh, me catching COVID back in February. I had to take some time off that I wasn't planning on, so I was hoping to hit another two or three, but hopefully next year. Hopefully there'll always be a next year. Yeah. I love it. All right. Well, thank you again for coming by. Thanks for having me, brother. Yeah. Always a pleasure. You can catch us uh, here at the A to Z show on Twitter and at the A to Z show with the number two. Uh, you can also email us any ideas, questions, thoughts, anything like that at a to Z show dot ask at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to hit me up, I am at big guy ACV on Twitter. Kevin, any plugs for you before we head out? Sure. You can hit any of these. Uh, if any of this shit sounds cool, you want to pick it up. Um, Strangeville Superstore dot square dot site is the main jam where you're, the main store where you're going to be able to buy everything I talked about this episode. Uh, all the movies, all the books, all the um, hats, shirts, 
uh, comic books, hat pens, accessories, blah, blah, blah. Everything but the card game. Okay. <laughs> because the card <laughs> game sold out. Uh, you can find me on Instagram is my main uh, my main jam. It's uh, at Kevin the, Kevin the Strange, at Kevin the Strange. And I'm also on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash Kevin Strange. Those are the main places to find me. All right. Well, thank you, man. Appreciate it. Yep. And we'll catch you next time.